and welcome to another fabulous episode of the Potty Mouths Podcast. So wow. I, I'm sorry, John. I did that just because I we weren't saying anything funny. The last <laughs> the last thing we we were talking about before I hit record was taxes, and there <laughs> no. ain't nothing fun about taxes. No, absolutely not. And but of course we have to keep that in mind because tax day is approaching muy rapido. Muy rapido. And I know a lot of people, a lot of my friends at least, have already done their taxes. I was a little bit yeah. of a slacker this year and waited until the weekend. But and, you do uh, yours yourself. I do do mine. My, I do do. do I you. do <laughs> complete my taxes myself. Yes, I've been doing that for the last, I don't know, four or five years. And what did you do before that? Uh, well, I had uh, a, an accountant. Uh, well, first of all, Jen's mom is an accountant. So we had her do our taxes for a few years until she didn't want to handle it anymore because they were a little bit too complex. Because um, just random things we can talk about later, but they, <laughs> they just, they were it's too much for her. And before that, I actually, we had a family accountant that did all of our taxes for us. So it would, I'm, I want to explore that more because you had Jen's mom doing taxes for yes. you. Is that... Is it like getting a little too close when <laughs> you're not for me? Doesn't... It might be for might be for Jen, but not for me. I'm okay. pretty much. I will tell anybody, much to the uh, chagrin of our employee employers. I I don't care. I don't care if people know what I make. I, mm. I don't know why I'm so open about stuff like that. But I'm really. I I could give a shit. I could give <laughs> two shits. Well, I yeah no. I mean, I just. I don't use, we, we use a person out of town because in a small town, I'm, and again, I don't think any tax preparer or a CPA or whatever, I'm sure they have a code of ethics they have to follow, but I, I'm just not sure I want it, I want it known, known by anyone local. Town. Yeah. That was somebody doing their taxes. So I, well, if it makes you feel any better, she didn't live in town. Well, she's about four and a half hours away. So who's she going to tell? Awesome. But when you're trying to write off condoms and stuff, I'm thinking that's probably going to be a troublesome topic. Well, we, we were married. So, you know, yeah, it's a lot so, easier to write things like that off when you're married or filing jointly batteries or well, I'm right. just saying that there are things that, <laughs> could be, that could be sort of touchy, you know? And yeah. You just, well, you know, it's on a serious note when we were talking, talking about that it is probably less touchy there than it is for my wife and daughter who are in the house while i'm doing taxes and ah. throwing things and swearing and it's really the only time i get really riled up about anything why do you, when I, then why do you do them i don't know and originally it was because of the cost so the the family accountant would do my taxes separately once i was out of the house an adult so i would pay pay him separately Right. And he was right around $350, $400, depending on my taxes that year. Okay. When I was a young kid, I'm doing air quotes. Yes. When I was a young kid, that was extremely expensive and I couldn't afford it. So that's why I started doing my own taxes because yeah. it, they were simple. It wasn't like I was selling stock or, or buying a lot of houses and, yeah. and, you know, it was just pretty straightforward. I was a W-2 employee. You do your W-2s, you use the, the minimum deduction or the maximum deduction or whatever that is when, because I don't have any deductions, I'm not going back to school or anything. So it was, it was really easy and TurboTax, not to name any names, they are not a sponsor, but they <laughs> offered at the time 
uh, free um, taxes for federal. And living in Tennessee, we don't pay state taxes, so we don't have to file a state tax return. So it was free for the longest time. That being said, this year, and this was the most it's ever cost, but this year it still cost me $260 to do my taxes because now it's getting more complex and I want to make sure I have that protection that TurboTax offers. So I end up paying anyways. So you know, this year I was kind of going, maybe this will be the last year if it's going to cost me that much every year and I can get a CPA to do it for me. Yep. Might just do the money that way. And so ours, uh, ours was, and I don't think I'm speaking out of turn with our, uh, our accountant, I won't mention his name, but he's awesome. And when we love them and their, their firm just does great work. Uh, It's a, it's a guy who founded the firm and his son. And uh, I think they have one other partner as well. But just just good guys, smart, good investing, so on. Four hundred some dollars. It was not that much money. I was, and for what we do, it, it's not a lot. Um, and as you said, I, I didn't. Uh, well, this next year we will have bought and sold a house, but um, and I actually did sell some stock last year. But it's it's complex enough that I don't feel like doing it. And if you're doing it and it, and it bugs you <laughs> and you're still oh, it's, paying 250 or Well, as because on the TurboTax screen, and this is the part, you know, I'm a, I'm a cheap bastard. I, I, I'd like to spend money, but I like to spend money where I want to spend money. Yep. And taxes is not where I want to spend money. And as I'm watching, because here's the thing, you and I are W2s uh, employees. We, you know, Potty Miles does not yet make enough money for us to have to report it on taxes. Oh, the whopping, right. you know. $12 that we made this year. Um, so we're W2 employees. I put my stuff in, I'm getting money back, right? Then I put my wife's stuff in, who she is W2 part-time, but then runs her own business on the other side, which doesn't make enough money for us to, to pay taxes quarterly, but does make enough money to make a difference and completely take out all of my return. Oh, right. And we try to get, and last year we did a really good job. We were within, I think I said 50 bucks the last time, last time we talked about it, um, or I, but somewhere around 50 bucks that we had to pay in. Mm-hmm. I was happy with that. I was okay yeah. with that. Yeah. This year I was watching that number keep climbing, you know, hundred bucks, 200 bucks, a thousand dollars, $2,000, got oh. it up to $4,500 that we owed. Oh, and I'm flipping out. Ultimately, after all the expenses and stuff, putting everything back in line and doing walking through every single step twice just to make yep. sure I did get it down to, to twenty two hundred bucks. But that's still oh. twenty two hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you, and you don't want to. I mean, ideally, if you can figure it out the right way, it, it, I I hear people, you know, oh, we had a huge return, four thousand some blah blah blah. And I think you just loaned the government four thousand dollars. Yep. Exactly. Over the course of most of that year. And and I, I want it to be as close to zero as possible because then you know that we have we've kind of planned it correctly. And, and yep. uh, so it, happily, we I think we got, you know, a thousand or so back federal this year. So it, it worked out for us. That's pretty close. So yeah, I, that's I good. didn't complain too much. But man, I, having to pay in and I used to have to pay in. So I know what you're talking about. That oh, is yeah. not, it's not, not fun at all. Not fun no. at all. I hate it. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I, and I'm not speaking ill of our family accountant, love them to death. They were family friends of ours. 
my mom and my stepdad actually got married at their cabin in Wisconsin. Nice. Um, yeah. I mean, they, they he was, uh, Mike is his name. I'm not going to give the last name because that'll give away the agency or the, the uh, <laughs> firm, but Mike. We can figure um, it out, I bet. Maybe. Mike, is yeah. a, a Mike in Minnesota. Yeah, go for it. That, that probably narrows it way down. <laughs> right. Um, but Mike, uh, Mike was the executor of my mom's, both Murray and my mom's estate. So that's how close we were and, and, and and they're very good. But, uh, when my mom passed away, I, she had put, and I don't know why she did this. I'll never do this in my my own, uh, thought process. She rolled everything, insurance, her 401k, everything into an IRA, which IRAs, if you pull the money out, you get taxed on. It doesn't matter if it's a death benefit or not. Any other investment, you don't have to pay tax because it's a death benefit, right? right? So she rolled everything into an IRA. So I had to pay taxes on it. Well, I yeah. took, I took multiple um, uh, disbursements. Disbursements, thank you. Multiple disbursements, oh. and I wanted to pay tax on all of them. One of them, for some reason, and this wasn't my accountant's fault necessarily, but one of the disbursements they checked the wrong box, and I didn't give, didn't take the taxes out. So the confusing part, though, was now they have to send the accountant multiple 1099s for the disbursements because I did it all in one year. One of them didn't make it, happened to be the big one that I didn't pay taxes on. So I go, I'm, I'm happy. We, you know, use it, buy a house, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Then we get this nasty gram from the IRS two years later that said, oh, oh by the way, you owe us this plus penalties plus this, you owe us $45,000. Oh, yeah. 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 So I had to pay in that year. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So that actually that was the last year I used I used the that account and I started doing it on my own after that. So just as an aside on that stuff and you hear all the ads all the time about these companies that will will reduce the amount that you have to pay the IRS. If you have over $10,000 in IRS debt, call us and blah blah blah. You so don't need to com- do that. Huh? You don't need to do that. I did it on my own, and I got it. Re- I got it reduced way down. You absolutely can do it on your own. It's not it's, hard. It, it, it's not. However, uh, there are some times when the IRS will just not negotiate, and right. if they feel you have the income, or let's just say wherewithal, to pay them back, they won't let go. Oh no! 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 Have, they'll they'll put no you in jail. They will wait. Well, they won't do that because it affects their chance of getting the money if you're in jail. However, uh, how, well, however, some, okay, it depends <laughs> what it is. It's possible, of course. However, just ask more Wesley likely, Snipes. More likely, yeah, but snakes on a plane. Uh, it's much more likely that they will continue to track you and follow you until you pay them. Oh, absolutely. And and they will outlast you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They will get it somewhere. They will get it somewhere. somewhere. And dying is not a uh, an appropriate way out either no. because no. they'll come after nor whoever's next. Bankruptcy, nor is anything yep. else. Yep. And I want their money. With them, and I will say I learned my lesson, but it was, uh, I, you know, I was under the impression that, oh, you know, I'm sure they'll reduce. Well, not when your income is high enough so that they you know, uh, think they can get the money one way or another. Oh, so yeah. it's most of those companies are just out to bilk you for more money oh, and they'll tell you what you should know anyway. And that yep. is that you can settle 
if they allow you to settle, you can make an offer and compromise and, uh, and they'll listen to, to your story. Oh, absolutely. Anyway, and that's the moral of the story right now. If you're, if you're honest and you're upfront and it truly was a mistake, which in my, my case it was, you can negotiate and you can negotiate quite a bit depending on your situation. And I was not making very much money at the time. So that did help. You're so lucky. I know, but we were, (laughs) we were reduced from, um, five, five zeros down to, um, four zeros. So. Well, that's way better. Yeah. Yeah. Still four zero sucks. (laughs) Four zero sucks. And we, but then we did a payment plan and, and, you know, paid like 200 bucks a month for two years. And And you can, you can do it. And that's, so that is the message. I, uh, I was, I won't get into great detail, but in a situation with the IRS of a higher uh, value, and that was, uh, it was a difficult situation, but we cleaned it up and now we're straight and narrow. Exactly. And it's wonderful. And they love us again. Yeah. And well, you know, the funny thing is you, you're, you're making that statement. I, I always like to think, or the first thing that pops into mind is, um, uh, and his name just left my brain. Oh, uh, famous gangster from Chicago. Al Capone. Al Capone. Thank you. Sure. Al Capone was not caught and was not charged Correct. with murder or racketeering. Correct. Anything. He was charged with tax evasion. That's correct. And that's the only one that stuck. That's the only one that stuck. He was charged actually at, uh, prior to that. with, and That's the basis of the movie The Untouchables. Which was actually a pretty good movie. Oh, very wow. good movie. If you remember that. Yeah, I enjoyed Kevin that. Costner? Yeah. Yeah, that was one of his better roles. Um, but uh, Andy Garcia, I think, was my favorite. Remember, he was the uh, he was the uh, sharpshooter. Yeah. And he's he grabbed the baby carriage, and he's got the gun pointed at the guy in the bus station or train station. And he says, you got him? He says, I got him. He says, take him. <laughs> and he blew the guy away. Okay, movie, movie side uh, uh, aside. But it was, yeah, great, great movie. And that's exactly what happened. He got nailed for tax evasion. And yeah, through. I mean, you can, what's the moral of the story there? You can do anything you want. Just make sure you pay your taxes. <laughs> I have honestly heard a lot of people say that. You can do anything you want as long as you pay your taxes. Just pay your taxes, yeah. The best well, police I'll, I'll, force out there. I'm not sure I would say the anything you want, but I would certainly say pay your taxes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no doubt. Definitely. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's uh, it can be a, a stressful season for some people, and ours are happily already done. Uh, but you know what I find weird, and this is uh, since you brought it up, is the whole W two thing at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It yeah. used to be I thought that you were required to receive them by the end of January. No, they're and, just required to send them by the end of January. Oh well, uh, that still doesn't happen. I mean, I've I've gotten some at the end of uh, March. <laughs> okay, well, you know, that's the in some companies may do it wrong, or they what they might do is say they had corrected one sent out later. But what really well, what I, happens let's is be clear, our company does it. I mean, obviously they're a huge company and they absolutely. they have it organized and they do it fine. But yep. it, it's like the it's like the. Um, well, one of the charities that we give to consistently it is they are late, it seems like, with their receipt. Yeah. And it's not a W-2, but it's, no, it's a, it's a 1095 receipt. It's a 1095 or 1090. It's a 1095, right? Yeah, I don't know. I call my accountant and ask him. There you go. 
Um, so a way I know a way, not our company in particular, but I know there are larger companies that because uh, they publish the W-2 in their uh, payment, um, their paycheck company, whatever it is, you know, ADP, Paycor, whatever it is, mm -hmm. because they publish it there and they do it before the end of the month, that counts as having it submitted ah, to yeah. the and then so they, they make an entry before the end of the month yeah right. it's not that big a deal it's not again we uh, however we had uh, turned our taxes over to the accountant already and had everything turned in and ready to go and then this laggard <laughs> charity came in and it, it made a difference in in what we were getting back right and so uh, and it wasn't a huge amount or anything but they had to redo the numbers yeah. Came in late, uh, so, yeah. So do you ever hit the minimum deduction or go past it? I I don't know. I don't care. I you, you want my account's phone number? You just call yeah, sure. Out. I'll I'll just call yeah, him so right what, now. What, I need to know account's adjusted gross income list. Well, I just need to know because I need to know how much to pay you once we actually get this <laughs> up and running. You know, uh, how about half? Half, half. That's that's pretty good. That's a good Are idea. Are we gonna do the eighty twenty thing again, Nick? Oh yeah, I get eighty, you get twenty. No, I get twenty, you get eighty. That's right. No, no, no. Um, no. So the the uh, what was I going to say? I completely blanked on that one. Come on, why do you keep blanking? Oh, because blanking. I'm looking at your face, and your face confuses My face me. Is very handsome. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I'm making faces because you would. Yeah. Listeners. Exactly. Oh, oh, he just pulled off his hat. But I put it back on. Thank God. I just wanted to remind That's you that I have been the weekend. Oh, fuck you very much. <laughs> you do actually. You've got the side thing. I, you I do, it. and I, I had a, I took I got a haircut today. Yes. All right. Yeah, it's my favorite barber. Have I ever told you about this guy? Oh, it's a guy. Yeah. All right. His name's Nick. Okay, so we won't it's, hold that against. It's in a mass. It, it it's a really unique uh, barber shop. It's in uh, it's in a master bathroom, inside of my house. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was a big I setup. Not a good punchline, right? <laughs> oh, and it's in a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is he like the valet? <laughs> Very much so. He parks like the car all the time. And I want you to take a little off the sides. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. You do your hair yourself. I never I really guessed. It's that. not very. Uh, it's not very difficult when you don't have very much. Uh, when I lost mine, <laughs> I found that to be true. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, you know the benefits. Uh, I wear a stocking cap or whatever, and I never had to worry about. It was awesome. Oh yeah, that's the best part. I it, you don't have to dink with your hair. You don't have exactly. To if I get up in the morning, I think. Um, I, I love it because I don't have to take a shower if I don't want to. Even though I still feel absolutely gross, I don't look gross because no one can tell the difference. My hair's not messy. Doesn't I don't have bed head. It's wonderful. It's fabulous. So um, I went to a, a barber. Well, it was an actual barber shop, they called it. It was in mm -hmm. Estates, Illinois. And um, I think it was actually called the Barbers or something like that. Anyway, went in, got a haircut. The guy did a, re it was a dude, did a reasonable job. And they actually had the spinning stripey pole, you know, oh, that's like fun. Barbershop sort of thing. So that was cool. But at some point he grabs scissors and starts trimming my nose hairs. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a full was, service. 
Well, apparently, and I, I you know, I mean, he didn't massage my shoulders or anything, but, uh, but he, if you've ever had that done, you're just kind of, okay. I mean, I do it personally, of course, because otherwise I'd let my mustache. Anyway. Yeah, you wouldn't have to let any hair grow on your face is what you're it, saying. It'd all come out of your nose. It, yeah. True handlebars. We've all seen people where they've got either the bush growing out of their ears uh-huh. or whatever. Yep. So I, I actually try to keep that grooming maintained. But I, I have never had anybody besides this guy trim nose hair <laughs> at the barber. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Apparently your barber be, I, does that too. Yes, yes. Uh, he doesn't use scissors though. He has a, another little uh, electric tool. Uh, with the blade on the like end and hedge, hedge trimmer, yeah, hedge trimmer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have That's a massive it. nose, and so I can. Me too. Yeah, okay. Me Actually, too. Yeah. Oh, yours seems tiny. Well, it's just because the video. The video takes <laughs> takes five <laughs> inches off your nose. Ten pounds from your nose. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So the nose trimmer guy. That was great. So you use a tool, one of those little circular. No, I tried the. I had the circular one, the yeah. circular hedge trimmer. Yeah. Uh, it didn't work that great. So this one is actually, um, it's like a, a little, uh, I've seen them on TV. People use, like and they, hand drill. a what drill? A hand drill. A hand drill. Yeah. It's a, it's an auger. Um, <laughs> nice. I only the gas powered auger though. I, I don't, uh, the electric <laughs> dies on me too quick. And, and that hand stuff. Just trimming my nose here, babe. Beyond a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the nice thing about the gas trimmer, though. Why my wife knows when when that's happening, so she stays far away. Does she? She can hear the yeah. motor. Yep. <laughs> well, I know he's not mowing the lawn. Oh, absolutely. So, speaking of mowing the lawn, it uh-huh. is warming up. It is it's feeling like springtime, even though I'm not as far south as you are. You know, I so it. It's actually warmer if I look at the weather in some of some areas north of us really? than it is where we are. But it is still nice and warm, which this is going to sound weird, but it's actually a nice thing that that's happening now. So we have uh, a little bit of nice weather to help with the storm cleanup, which is still oh. going on and will yeah. for a while. I drove through it yeah. uh, on the way out of town to uh, for work. And whew, I mean, the only so much that you can see on, t- on the TV and yeah. I just went through a fraction of it because I was going up the freeway. But wow, uh, incredible. Yeah. Because I know these buildings and I've known them for a long time and they're just not there anymore. Half of yeah. them are gone, like literally wow. cut in half. So uh, but this is good scary. weather for the volunteers. It's good weather for those who have to clean up. And, yeah. and, uh, and so what is it? What's your temperature and weather today? Uh, it's uh, well, it was. Uh, it's been in the sixties, so mid sixties, mid to high sixties. And it's been Boy. for the last few days. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And, that but is. the rain is coming again and I, I yeah. feel bad for, for people, but hopefully it's just rain. Yeah. Major. Well, you guys, I mean, you don't necessarily get a bunch of horrendous storms like that. I mean, we're, we're not Oklahoma. Right. Or anything, but we are, uh, we're known for some upper Midwest uh storms in the springtime and uh but i was i was in houston and they had tornado warnings on new year's eve one year oh wow (laughs) you think normally you know for you guys and for us well that's unheard of because it's cold and uh yeah so it it varies depending upon where you are but that yeah yeah, it was quite a storm in nashville 
Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a bad storm. We do get some doozies, but uh, and I would say I think I saw a not a meme. It was because it wasn't funny, but it was someone was <laughs> posting on Twitter and then on Facebook. Um, they were kind of sort of making fun of what we call five points, which is in East Nashville, uh, which pretty much doesn't exist right now. Um, wow. And actually, it was so, we were watching some video. <laughs> And it was going over the neighborhood, that part of the neighborhood, part of Five Points, that where they have the Tomato Festival every year. And you've seen pictures of Peyton on my Instagram from Tomato Festival, where her head was when she painted or colored her hair red and stuff. Yeah. Um, there's a ice cream place right on the corner, and I saw it. And I'm like Peyton because she couldn't quite grasp where it was because she doesn't have that spatial awareness. And I said, Peyton, that's the part of town we had the Tomato Festival in. See that house? That's the music store, which was still standing. There's the hot dog stand, which is literally a VW bus that sits in a parking lot with a cover over it, which was still standing. And then right next to both of those is the ice cream parlor. That's completely gone. Wow. And she she was like, oh, my goodness, ice cream is gone. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was cute, but sad at the same time. Yeah, of course. Of um, course. But anyway, so this this picture that everyone was posting was uh, lines of tornadoes that have gone through history. And I think one was in the, the late 60s. One was in the 80s or 90s. No, maybe it was maybe it was one in the 80s, one in the 90s, and then these. I don't remember the exact, but it was they were very similar paths, but they were all crossing. So um, the big, this one was a big one. This was probably the biggest and it went through right through five points. Then one from the 90, I think it was 94 went right through that. They met right at five points. And wow. then another one came through that was just a little bit more South going North and it went right through and it intersected right at five points, which wow. was pretty incredible. So <clears throat> this person that put it up when I read was what five points do to mother nature. <sighs> Yeah. Wow. Anyone else tell that this is going all, all of these storms have five points in common? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, and that was true of uh, a little town in southern Wisconsin, Monroe, Wisconsin. It used to be kind of a mini tornado alley. And every two or three years, it seemed like these rather large tornadoes would come through and like in the same valley, the same area. And wow. uh, yeah, it's it's it gets to be pretty scary when you. Think about, you know, that stuff happening consistently. Happily, it doesn't happen often. Uh, right. If you've ever seen a, a post-tornado zone, it's just, some of it is just amazing because you've got, I, I mean, I've seen them where there's a little town called Barneveld that was essentially completely destroyed about 30 years ago in Wisconsin. And the only thing left standing was that, was a, the water tower. And, it, you know, it was kind of one of those, uh, uh, flared out at the top, one of those types of water towers. And it yeah. was just so eerie looking because everything around it was decimated. And this water tower was, was standing like all alone. But on the way there, we saw trees in woods just bent over in the direction that the tornado was going. So you could actually see the path through the woods as it was heading toward the town. It was pretty, uh, oh, pretty crazy. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, pretty amazing. So I was I was watching YouTube, and and that's where we were seeing a lot of this video from. And they were it was a Canadian uh, group that was talking about it, and they were um, they were they were talking, and they made a really interesting point. Which, excuse me, when I was in a different area, so I wasn't traveling up in the Midwest, up in Kentucky. I was actually traveling a lot in Mississippi and 
Birmingham, not Birmingham. Well, yes, Birmingham, but uh, all of Alabama. And there were a lot of places in Alabama that I would pass that had been hit constantly with tornadoes. But as they were pointing out, most of the tornado damage we hear about is rural. We don't, mm-hmm. we rarely ever hear about it hitting a city. And that's why this mm-hmm. is making so much more, that's or true. it makes it more newsworthy, I guess. Maybe not, but in yeah. most people's minds, because it's hitting a high population area. Uh, that's and that's true. why Nashville is still getting more of the news coverage versus Cookville, which is 90 miles away, that got hit mm-hmm. by a bigger tornado. And there was twice as much destruction, and most of the deaths came from. Really? Yeah. So it's just because of the unusual aspect of it being a major city yes uh, and that is um, yeah that is interesting i the other part that that surprises me i guess and i'm i haven't looked at ho- houses in nashville but there are not as many basements the further south you go correct that, I'm is, surprised by that. that is because uh, we sit on um i think it's limestone or granite if it's one or it's either limestone or granite we sit on rock so you okay. can go very you can't go very far down without hitting rock. And the only way to have a basement is to blast and hmm. it's cost prohibitive for a lot of people to blast. But it's, that, that's just you. That's just Nashville, right? So Nashville, yep. that's not everywhere. No, it, uh, if any, you, it's pretty much Nashville proper. And if you go down into Williamson County, you'll still, mm-hmm. there, there are some houses with, with basements, but they're not full yeah. basements. Um, my house, the one I had in Dixon, which is West going towards Memphis, we had a full basement. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, and, and everyone in the town did, but yeah, oh, okay. we, we don't have a basement in Nashville now. Cause, yeah. and we, I mean, if you look at our backyard, you can actually see the rock in the ground. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, that's where I though kind of draw the line when we look at houses, I want a basement and oh, yeah. not, not just for protection from storms and things like that. Although it certainly comes in handy. Uh, of course, in my current basement, I have a bar. So yeah, you know, that it's, makes it's it very not handy. A, not a bad. Well, just in case we might have tornadoes. Hey, it's four below zero. Yeah, well, we should be safe though. Just go to the bar. Um, <laughs> so, but the I, I love it in the summertime too. Yeah, because it's, so it's nice and cool. Yeah. Was, oh, they're always cool yeah. in the summer. So anyway, that's interesting thing is in new minnesota we grew up and we always had basements right except for the house i went that i lived in when we went to high school because we were right next to the mississippi so you couldn't dig down deep yeah Um, and this particular house our neighbors all had basements because they were up higher on hills but we were Mm -hmm. down uh, and the water table was too high so we couldn't have a basement so we lived in a slab house but uh and my other my only other tornado story uh they were i don't know no one could actually tell us if, if it was a tornado, if it was just straight line winds. But um, do you remember the old, uh, I think it's Burnett Senior Classic that they held in Minnesota every year? The Senior PGA Golf Tournament? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, John. Wow. It was a, it's a, it was a fairly big, and I, I don't know if they still have it, but they, they had it um, every year. And we, this was my senior year of high school, I think. Yeah, it was my senior year of high school. And uh, we had gone to the golf course there for dinner right before the tournament opened. So they were in the process of setting up all the stands, all the metal yep. stands on, on hole 18 and, and hole nine. And so we're in there and it's like the last week you could go have dinner at the club before they shut it down for the whole tournament for the next two weeks. 
and uh, there was a tornado warning. And it, but the the clubhouse the and where the restaurant is, the whole two sides of the building is solid glass, so you can look out on the golf course. And we watched, and it was middle of summer, and we watched as the storm rolled in, and I've never seen anything so strange. Mm. It completely black almost like it was midnight yeah it turned a hue of green and then the hail started coming down and we said all hail we all ran into the basement and uh, so we were in the basement of this clubhouse and and just sitting there and it, it was a it was a good time you know the adults were all having cocktails and they were still serving us food down in the hallway in the basement and you know um and then we came out and it was like someone picked up these stands these metal stands and just crumpled them up like a piece of paper and then just wow. dropped them. And that's how <clears throat> wow. them. and all the trees were down on the golf course. It was incredible. And then as we were driving home, just all the damage everywhere was Yeah. And what was the time lapse from when you went down to the basement and when you I went would, out to it was probably probably 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and the sky was clear after that. And did you hear? I mean, could you oh, hear? Oh, it sounded like a freight train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounded like but, a freight but train. But you didn't, did you hear any of the, like, the stands being no. tossed about or nope. anything like that? Wow. Yeah, no, didn't hear Amazing. any of that. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea what was happening on the outside. We, we, were, we were in one. We later learned it was a tornado when I was a kid uh, visiting my uncle. And we were in, oh, gosh, we were in an old... 1959 Chevy Impala, which is one of the coolest old cars because it had the, it really is. the horizontal fins yep. uh, rather than the vertical fins. And it was just a sweet looking car. Um, uh, and we were, uh, we knew the storm was coming in and my mom and dad decided, well, let's, let's see if we can outrun it and get, you know, home before the, the storm hits. <laughs> because I think I want to say that my uncle's house had no basement in a little town in wisconsin so we which, got in which is odd for a house in wisconsin most wisconsin houses have basements far and away most of them do and i think it was probably i, I don't think it was a big house i think it was you know kind of a minimalist place if i remember my uncle sam uh, uh yes my uncle sam uh but the we were in the car and finally dad had to pull over and the sirens were going off and uh are going on why, why did we say that? Oh, that no, that's a really good off. question. Yeah, the siren well, went, off. went off. How did you hear it? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> it went on. So the siren blew, and we <laughs> we just huddled down in the car, and man, that big old boat was like going from side to side. And you know, four kids. How many kids? One, two. I guess all five of us were there, and and yeah, screaming and. <laughs> I'm sure that some praying and all that, but we crazy. It was pretty scary, though. That was that, the only one I really. I think this—that's the memory, uh, similar to that that Peyton will take from this whole experience, because I th still think she's old enough, but I don't think she's quite grasping what's going on because mm -hmm. we're not we're not driving through the the mm -hmm. bad parts, right? We're we're she at school has to they're they're doing some. Um, they're helping out the by building lunch kits and stuff like that, but they're not leaving cool. the school to go and volunteer. Yeah. But uh, the one picture that she saw was one a car that had been picked up and thrown and was sticking out of the third floor of an apartment building. Oh wow! Yeah. And that's the one she keeps talking about. Yeah, 
is that every time she sees the building, is that the building with the car on the third floor? <laughs> I, you know, you, you're right. That probably will stick with her for a while. And, and, and it's actually good. I think that you showed her the ice cream place that she was familiar with that, uh, you know, these, it, it, you take it pretty seriously when yeah. it's something that you know and can actually, you know, identify having been there before. So right. I think that's, I think that's good. I think we, they need to be, not fearful, but certainly mindful of right. how powerful these. Yeah, and you can't can be. be like most Minnesotans, and I'm sure most Wisconsinites growing up, where it's oh, there's a tornado. We're not going into the basement. We're going to go look. That was my dad too. He would he'd go out. We're all huddled down in the basement because my mom had us, you know, down there as kids, and he'd go, "Well, let me go take a look at this thing." <laughs> Keep in mind, there is a little bit of a difference. Not much. If it's a tornado that's happening during the day, Wisconsin and Minnesota is flat enough where sure. you're going to see it a long way off. Well, depending upon where you are. Depending upon where you are. Yeah. I mean, there's Illinois, different factors every single You can see it coming from 70 miles away. Oh, it just cleared the Rockies. You know, you stand on your tiptoes, you can actually see the footage. Yeah. Yeah, I'm exactly. Kidding, but it's, it's close like that. No, it is. It, it absolutely is. My house that I went that I lived in when we were in, when I was in high school, I, we wouldn't do that because we couldn't see because it was down in a valley. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah. but you go to the end of the street in the farmhouse that was at the end of the street, and yeah, mm -hmm. you could sit up there all day and just watch it coming, see everything. Yeah. Well, my dad. Interestingly, my dad was a uh, lineman for the Wisconsin Power and Light Company. So a lineman meaning he went and fixed the lines. He did not play football. That's correct. <laughs> That's good. When I said Wisconsin Power and Light, I figured you'd get that. Yeah, he went I about five, you know, five, you know, seven, was... maybe 160 pounds. So he was not a lineman of any <laughs> other sorts. Yes. Uh, but, but unlike me being somewhat larger, I guess I take after my mom's side of the family. He, though, would have to go out and do repairs after these storms came through. So anytime there was a storm of any consequence, uh, and it was ridiculous because people would call us, the local guy, and our phone would just ring off the hook. People saying, does Ed know the power's out? Well, let's see. Uh, it's been out for seven hours, and he's been gone, since. so he probably knows. <laughs> people, does Ed know? No, no, he's been sleeping for the last six hours. And uh, anyway, we, we get, you know, 75 calls yeah. just to let Dad know that... <laughs> the power was off, right. but he'd climb these poles. I mean, the old school way with the the spike things on your feet. Oh, fun. Well, before they had, I they probably had one or two cherry pickers, but not not really anything back then. Right. But uh, anyway, and I've tried those on poles, so I know that it's not it's not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good workout. Yeah, but anyway, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure it was a good workout. But yeah, so he would have to go and take care of that stuff after all the storms. But yeah, the phone would just ring it's, off the hook. It's amazing the type of questions you get. And, you know, John, we get questions like that about, about making a podcast. And I like to, uh, I like to tell people and, and you can find it in our show notes too. If, if you want to start your own podcast and maybe even talk about the uh, tornadoes, cause I haven't heard very much uh, in the podcast front about the tornadoes that have hit Nashville or anywhere else. But if you go into our show notes right now, you can actually, um, sign up with Buzzsprout, who is uh, the aggregator that we use. Mm -hmm. And uh, you could get a $20 gift card if you sign up uh, for a paid plan. So, you know, head up, head down to our, uh, our affiliate links um, or the affiliate link. The website, in our show yep. Or the affiliate links on pottymouse.com. Exactly, John. 
Yeah. So uh, I we'd really appreciate it, and uh, you know, build that podcast instead of calling us and asking us silly questions about podcasting. <laughs> we'll call you and ask you silly questions. Exactly. You build your podcast. Exactly. How do you get more than two listeners? Uh, we don't know. We'll, we'll, we when, no once idea. we figure that out, we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we have two awesome listeners. We do have two fantastic. Yeah. No, that's not true. We have at least four. We do, and yeah. we're delighted. We're doubling every, every year. And um, that's a good message for our listeners. Remember the rule of thumb. If you could just, if you like what we're doing, tell one person. Yeah, just let one person know. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what I have seen though, uh, Facebook tells us when someone either forwards our information from Facebook yep. or, or Instagram, yep. and we've had several people do that. And I want to thank them. Yep. Uh, that, yes. that really That's does awesome. help. If you're sharing our episodes with other people that you really, sure. and letting them know that you really enjoy it. If you really enjoy it, I hope you do. If you're sharing <laughs> it, I mean, they could be sharing it with the IRS going, these guys suck. Go audit. You could, or you could say my friend, Bob, I hate that guy. I'm going to make him listen to potty mouths. That's right. That's right. But we really do appreciate you getting the word out there because there is no bad publicity. Nope. Well. Well, if you saw a picture of my face, that might be bad publicity. No, no, not with that awesome haircut by Nick. Right. That's the, this is the quaff by Cubic. I, well, uh, there's your barbershop. <laughs> Quaffs by Cubic? That's what you have. Yeah, but you got to spell it with a K. K-W-A-F-F-F. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never paid attention in school. Did you? I never did. That's why oh, I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's why I started a podcast to I teach other people. Um, so <laughs> anyway, we were talking about uh, basements and and tornadoes and things like that. The, the one story I want to leave, and then maybe we'll either move on or or sure. uh, we can end it if you feel so inclined. But sure. I was driving home to St. Louis from Minnesota once, and. One other place, I don't know if you know this, that's a lot even a lot more flat than Minnesota or Wisconsin that you drive through when you're driving from Minneapolis to St. Louis is Iowa. Illinois. Well, well, you could yeah. drive through Iowa, but I there's yeah. actually no direct route. It takes longer. But uh, so, Yeah, but you get to go by Red Wing, which is awesome. That, that is what I love Red Wing. Beautiful. It's beautiful, yes. Yep. Uh, my uh, stepbrother used to live in Dubuque, and I would drive from oh, St. Yeah. Louis up to Dubuque in a similar yep. type of thing. It's very nice. Anyway, um, the so when I'm driving home, it's, it's at night, and there was a storm off in the distance, and lightning was flashing. And then there were a couple of lightning flashes, and it had to be probably 50, 60 miles away. But you could see a funnel. You could see an actual wow. tornado touching the ground. Come, it kind of it reminded me of Twister when they show that tornado yep. off in the distance. And yes. You see it when it flashes. That's what it looked like. But of course, wow. I wasn't worried about it because it was so far away. It's mm -hmm. like if it's not even raining or hailing here. If it gets here, then I'll, you know, fix change my path. But it was, was one of the most beautiful things. No, it was that night. Oh, okay. So you could see it you through could the see lightning. It even yeah. Nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's crazy. See, that would be, and uh, Indiana, much of Indiana is like that as well. Yes. And you can, Indiana is kind of interesting because it's, a lot of it is, uh, well, it's not unlike a Phoenix or Mesa um, that uh, Arizona, that uh, were, are divided in like just blocks. Yeah. And, it's, you know, like one mile squares. And that's kind of what it's like in Indiana. I mean, you, you can go, and if you need to go north and you're going west, 
you just turn right and you go and you go, okay, that's probably far enough. And then you turn left and you're going west again and it's all squared off right. like that, which makes it interesting. But you could see storms and I never saw a tornado, but storms rolling in. And man, some were really impressive mm -hmm. when you saw them from a distance. But yeah, you could outrun them easily oh, yeah. in a vehicle because they were so far away. It was also really cool growing up with a pilot parent. Um, not not parent pilot. No, no, parent pilot, not pilot parent. You know what I mean? Wow. They weren't hovering over me. We were actually in an airplane. All right. You actually flew yeah. planes. We actually flew planes. And seeing storms off in a distance when you're at three or 4,000 feet that's a pretty cool experience too now i'm it just staring at john because he was he was totally blowing his nose well so what you <laughs> the mic you're going okay why is there dead silence now because john has to click his microphone back on that's right you know they have a cough button at radio stations i have a nose blowing button yeah yeah i do too on, do I have it on it the setup? A big schnoz with an I need axle. to. I need to put a picture up. I sent John a picture of my whole setup here today in my hotel room. It's it's, uh, it's pretty epic. Yeah, it is pretty epic. You put it together nicely. I I put everything together nicely. I'm just put well, together. Well, let's well, <laughs> let's not take it that far. Hey, so you know it is springtime. It is springtime. So we've been talking about spring storms. Everybody talking tornadoes. It's springtime. I mean, you have to suddenly. That's good. You should be. Tornado. You should have your own podcast because you have a radio nope. voice. Should not. Yeah, people would get tired of that. Most notably me, uh, very quickly. Yeah. But I watched the Harley yesterday. You did. It was fifty. I want to say fifty-eight or fifty-nine degrees, and it was. Uh, the Harley was a mess sitting in the garage. I had not had it out since Christmas Day. Wow. And, and it was, yeah, I don't know what it was, it was probably 50, I think Christmas day. And, uh, uh, we took it out for a spin, oh, went probably, I don't know, 40 miles or something like that. And yesterday I didn't ride it far, but man, it was just so nice to get out again. And we've got, we still have snow on the ground. So that seems weird. Yeah. But still kind of fun. Oh, it was great fun. And, and it really was temperature wise. It was great. So I just blasted through town and 50, went out in the country a little bit 50 and, degrees when when i was growing up 50 degrees was cause for the top to come down on the on the jeep oh i thought you meant on the neighbor girl that too <laughs> who do you think was riding in the jeep with me <laughs> you want to go topless no i meant on the jeep put that back on <laughs> oh wow um yeah i can i can relate i you know the interesting though and Harley's a little bit different because if it's raining outside, you're probably not, unless you run into a rainstorm, you're probably not taking it out. But so I have my, my new car and it is jet black and yes. I love it, but I, I have always been against buying black cars. You know, this was, it was too good a deal not to, to actually worry about it. But the, one of the reasons is because in the spring we get all of the pollen and we get all of the dirt and, and it rains yeah. and storms a lot. And because I don't, I, I live on the road. I don't have a garage yeah. all the time. It's filthy uh -huh. right now. And I've only had it a few weeks and it is yeah. absolutely filthy, but I won't take it to the car wash right now or wash it by hand because what's going to happen tomorrow. It's sunny. To, it's not sunny right yeah. now, but it was sunny today. Tomorrow it's going to be a hundred percent chance of rain. Well, it is, but I, you got to kind of play that stuff by ear. And I, I say that as the owner of a black truck. So I, I just think when they're clean, they look great. I'm pretty picky about keeping it clean, but there are times 
but it just looks like crap. And that's, uh, you know, it's a trade-off. It I is. Think. It is. I mean, it's but, the yeah. black, I think, is one of the most beautiful colored cars. Yeah. When, when they're, they're clean. clean. It's just hard <laughs> to keep them clean. So everybody listening, weigh in. Tell us favorite color cars or what you, and it doesn't even have to be that. What car color you usually end up with? Blue. Because I'm kind of a creature of habit. Are you? I, what I, color do you blue. usually get? Well, it's either white or black, usually. Okay. I've had some gray or silver before. Um, now Lisa's got a, uh, it, it's like a really deep green car. Mm -hmm. And that would never be my first choice. Right. But we've owned a couple of them over the time. So if listeners, let us know if you have a favorite color and what that is all about for you. If it's about keeping it clean or some people like the gray or the beiges because they, you know, they look cleaner longer. Right. You know, there's an argument for that, but I, is it really clean? <laughs> I mean, I, I like having them clean. Me too. Know? I do That's too. I, I'm just... pretty anal about it. So when when summer yeah. comes around and it doesn't rain as much, that thing yep. will be washed weekly, if not twice a week. Sure, me too. Right. And my my, my favorite color combination. I love and and I have this this card driving game on my phone. So when I get super bored, and you can <laughs> change the colors. I love blue cars with red calipers. Nice. I love the red calipers. I think that's I'm hot. Yeah. yeah. That's very nice. Yep. All right, mister. We've done well today. That would, I don't we think do well called. every day, just not on the podcast. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, Johnny boy, we, yeah. the pipes, the pipes are calling. The pipes are calling. Yeah. They are. You, sir, are a good man. Thank you for taking the time today. And everybody listening, make sure you get out to pottymiles.com. We have not only some great affiliates out there we'd like you to check out, but also we've got links to all of our social media accounts. And uh, you can check them out there. And you don't even have to listen to us anymore saying what they are, like Miles Potty. Right. <laughs> we are Miles so Potty. famous and so popular right now people automatically know i'm not sure that's true but i'm just gonna I live in my delusion all right okay that's fine <laughs> what i will say is you're absolutely right we're very famous yes in my own head <laughs> yes that's right john pottymouse.com social media and we be out see ya